theoretically possible. Why waste time? It doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston press to ATO. Three, two, one. Well, hello, friends. Hello, wonderful people out there. Thank you so much for joining us. How's Quinn feeling today? Feeling dandy today. Feeling dandy. I like that. Yeah. How about dandy yourself? like candy. I'm feeling quite energized. I'm uh, ready to take on the day, as many of our friends are as well. Yes. I hope that everyone's having a great day so far. So today we have an interesting conversation. Once again, we always have interesting conversations, but this one is kind of reflecting on the past and it's a bit about investing. And this is just some thought-provoking thing that came across our feed. And it is the question, what if you bought $100 worth of X a year ago? So fully disclosed today is this was based on may 10th 2021 yeah so as of the moment you're listening to this the prices may be a little bit different yeah but it gives you the overall vibe because you know a year ago from may 10th 2021 things went kind of crazy in the market very bullish shall we say very bullish i think this is this is going to be a really interesting thing because we're going to go through each of the different items Mm -hmm. or ask Assets. Assets, essentially. Um, And it is interesting because, you know, a year ago, thinking about a year ago from May 10th, I mean, Mm -hmm. that was a really unknown, crazy time. It was. At least in the U.S. and I would say in Europe, for sure. Definitely. It was lockdown time. I think globally. Globally. It was lockdown time. I don't don't know if there's a place that felt like we're untouchable. So, yeah, what could you do? uh, Like, what could you have done at that time that would have paid off a lot? A lot. By now. And it, and just full disclosure, this is also not any sort of financial advice. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> this we, is just something that we're fascinated by. And I think it just is going to spur an interesting conversation of just, you know, what's going on right now. Yeah. It, it's thought provoking. It, it definitely makes us think a lot. And our hope and kind of expectation is it will make you think a little bit too. Yeah. So we're just going to start it off. So the very first one, if you bought $100 worth of Apple stock... Do you want to guess, or should I just tell just you? Say, yeah. $159 worth of Apple stock. Nice, a which $59 is actually, profit. Yeah, which is a really good per, uh, return for one year. Yeah, so huge. Congratulations, anyone who on May 10th, 2020 said, even though the world's going crazy, I'm going to go buy me some Apple stock. Yeah, and Apple stock wasn't necessarily cheap at the time either. I mean, we're going no. into prices that are crazy, crazy high right now in the right. stock world. So it was probably something that it's not like, Apple really dipped too low, mm-hmm. but you, you know, someone did buy it at the time. Good on yeah. you. And I mean, if you, if you even, another way to look at it is like how many people just put in a hundred dollar purchase on a stock. I think, well, yeah. I think a lot more people are, are trying, if, like if you buy a full set of shares, like a thousand dollars, you would have made $590. Yeah. Now, now it kind of like makes you think like, dang, that's actually a crazy return. Right. Well, Can't it makes then real estate or anything. It, well, it, no, not even just real estate. Like think about like, what is like savings, mm-hmm. you know, savings, yeah. you're getting a rate at under 1% a year. Under 1%. So it's pretty crazy. What's your, what are your options really? If you really would actually want to, you know, actually make 
more money. Right. It's really limited at this Very point. Limited. It's more into high risk. And I wouldn't say stocks are necessarily high risk, but choosing your own. Stocks can be high they risk. They can be. Though, yeah. yeah, exactly. But Apple, Apple, I think, is one of those stocks that many people would consider to not be a high risk type stock. Right. When compared to like a new business that's just fresh off the right, market, like right. Coinbase or something, mm-hmm. you know. So anyways, that's pretty amazing. I'm, I'm, I wish I put some money into Apple. That's the truth. Yeah. But here's another one. The next one, it is also on the stock market. It's Tesla. Now, Tesla, you put $100 in. I'm going to make you guess this one. I think it's just a little fun thing. How much do you think $100 will be worth I think as of May 10th? Over $200. $395. You're Dang. almost getting a 4X return. That's crazy, though, because if you think about what businesses I would have thought a year ago would have been most affected by COVID-19. I would have definitely thought cars and Tesla does kind of fit in the category of more so than like Honda or Toyota as being a luxury car. Yeah. And I thought that those would take a pretty big hit, but for some reason people just kept on buying and that price just kept on climbing up and up and up. Yeah. Well, Tesla was one of those stocks also that was a part of the whole Wall Street bets. Still Mm -hmm. is, right? It's one of those things where, you know, when uh, more legacy financial advisors went on, you know, all the different TV shows that you go on, right, uh, in the financial world and said that they undervalued Tesla, well, the Wall Street bets community said, well, we'll show you because actually we love Tesla and Elon Musk. And that was... I wouldn't say that that's the whole reason, but I mean, their electric vehicle sales are hugely yeah. high in China still. I think we should explain what is Wall Street Bets a little bit, just to make sure. That oh, sure, all yeah. Our Wall Street friends get Yeah, it. Wall Street Bets is just basically this Reddit community. Yeah, right? it's like a forum. It's a forum. It's on Reddit, and it's yeah, it's it's a it's a thread on on Reddit. Yeah. Where um, it's kind of garnered this community of more retail investors, right? That are kind of they come together and they identify certain stocks that they really believe in, that they love, mm-hmm. which, you know, is definitely a part of a strategy when it comes to your own, you know, stocks, you have to really believe in it and love yeah. it to a certain extent, right? You can mm-hmm. crunch the numbers, but there's also that, you know, why, yeah. why are you investing into it? So, you know, they, they got on headline news. Definitely. I would say it was, was it earlier this year? It was definitely earlier this year. I earlier this like year. January. Yeah. When, Primarily for GameStop, right? Yeah. When they basically were, yeah, pumping the price of GameStop mm-hmm. um, while the hedge funds who had GameStop in their portfolio were actually doing a stop loss. Right. And they lost a lot of money and it created this whole, whole event fiasco. It opened a lot of doors yeah. and yeah, it was, it was, it was fascinating to watch. We it actually was. have a full episode on this. If you go back and you want yep. to learn about the whole Wall Street bets, GameStop, just look for when we when we we have a statement about GameStop, it's I actually think it was one of the most eye-opening events thus far of 2021. For it sure. was, for, especially in terms of investing mm-hmm. in the legacy retail world, and, and specifically with platforms like Robinhood, mm-hmm. right? It really actually I think t- taught everyone who maybe wasn't as well-educated or knowledgeable about how stop losses mm-hmm. and pumping prices actually work, how the clearing house works, like yeah. how the whole system and process actually does work. Right. So I highly recommend you listen to that if you're interested in, yeah. in learning more about Wall Street Bets. And so whatnot. yeah, Wall Street Bets, it's kind of a funny kind of dark humor community as well. And yeah. they come together and they just voice, voice their opinion on what, they, what stock they believe in. And if they come together as a community, that's a more powerful group than any single hedge fund 
group and therefore that's well, yeah. where these prices can sometimes go insane and so yeah i'm not sure if we would put tesla in the same category but i will agree that tesla is one of those stocks that people in wall street bets loves they do you know? well they do and i think that they're like one of the big things that they've shown themselves and a lot of other people is the power and influence that the internet can provide some community that actually comes together yeah and how that can actually influence the financial system in a way that say like the uh 99 protest mm. didn't work yeah. you yep. know back in 2008 like that's, if you that's really... a good way of transitioning it yeah is, yeah it is the 99 percent uh what was it occupy wall street yeah group. occupy wall street yeah this is kind of the digital version of it of wall street bets yeah and they're actually throwing down money to try to have a influence on the market itself exactly so something there's a lot in there but yeah tesla damn four times your money that's yeah, crazy crazy so now we're actually leaving the stock market and we're entering the crypto world which is very interesting very exciting still very hot but i will say that it was probably a, a lot more of a uh, fiery topic maybe a month or two ago yeah as when elon musk talks people listen yeah and this year has been pretty crazy for cryptocurrency and the most famous cryptocurrency of all is called bitcoin the very first since 2009 and if you just bought $100 worth of Bitcoin in the uh, year 2020, month May, then in this moment, May 10th, 2021, you would have $641 from $100 to $641. That's crazy. Does it make sense? Is it true value? What is your thought on that? Well... Yeah, Bitcoin is a different beast relative to other <laughs> cryptocurrencies. So I'm actually not that surprised, to be completely honest with you. Okay. I really am kind of more in the camp of, yeah, I really do believe, even though there is volatility in Bitcoin, yeah, at, especially at this point, mm -hmm. especially at this point. If you would have asked people maybe eight years ago, yeah, nine years ago, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit different story, but still. But today, it in a year it's from now, mainstream. it's going to... Yeah, in a, in a year from, here, it's gonna, from now, it's going to be... You know, we'll see. It's gonna, to me, I I believe yeah. Bitcoin really is the internet money store of value. Yeah, it's not that. A lot of people believe that. Yeah. yeah. So that's my own opinion, but I, I would say that I, that's why I'm not that surprised. I yeah. would say, why why didn't we? You know, like <laughs> I think that's what everyone's like thinking of right course, now. Like, of damn, course, of course. If only it, I could put down. Because it's one thing to put a hundred down and get six hundred forty-one. What to do? You get five hundred forty-one bucks. That's a lot of money. That was more than most people's like. Right, unemployment <laughs> right but if you put a thousand down you got yourself a, a new car you I know, know? It, I, it, it, it's pretty crazy i think what we're going to see honestly in this list if we're going into the crypto world and we're starting off entering with bitcoin mm -hmm. as the lower risk i think what we're going to see is that <laughs> these investments are very high risk so we're going to yeah. see a correlation between high risk and high roi which we all know that's basically always been the case mm. you know you invest in a high risk for the high return but yep. because there is high risk there's no guarantee that that return will be coming but if it does it will be higher than the conservative ones yeah. and i would say of all the cryptocurrencies bitcoin's probably the most conservative so yeah that's a, that's actually probably dead on apple is one of the safest ones on the yeah. stock market tesla is definitely more risque yeah and bitcoin would definitely be considered more risky than tesla yeah and oddly enough Tesla invested, wasn't it like a billion dollars into Bitcoin? Yeah. 
Like, geez, Louise, there's like complimentary colors. They are. Well, and they now accept Bitcoin as a form of payment yeah. for a Tesla. That's one reason why you're saying, you know, Bitcoin could be considered maybe the most uh, stable, least volatile of the cryptocurrencies out there. Yeah. And I would say stable in the long term. If yeah. you're looking at the volatility of it week to week, no, it's it is still volatile, yeah. but it's still... I mean, it's been around for 10 years now. Yeah. No, and it's been around for 12 years Yeah, now. over 10. If, if you're here for over a decade, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're here to stay for a while. It's it's kind of been, it's proven itself to be really well safe and amazing technology that hasn't been hacked. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed by it. It's, I am too. I'm fascinated by it. But we are going to move on to another cryptocurrency. And I don't know if we want to open up the whole bag of things of like why, yeah. what, why, why maybe this one's doing... Uh, better, but I do think it's worth a little bit of a discussion. This cryptocurrency, I think you're familiar with. It's called Ethereum. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> just so Bitcoin was $100, got you $641. What do you think $100 in one year ago got gets you today? Wow. Okay. So today it's over 4,000. So yeah. uh, I know that it was around a thousand. So I would say. Maybe 4x, I don't know. 4x? 4 or 5x? It, right now, if you, put a, if, if, if you were to pull out of your $100 investment a year ago. Wait, no, way more than 4 or 5x. It's got to be higher <laughs> than Bitcoin. Sorry, I would say, let's say 10x. Okay, 10x. Yeah. So, so you're saying it would be approximately worth $10,000. Yeah. Yes. And so, or sorry, sorry, $1,000. Yeah. $1,000. Your $100 uh, investment would get you currently $2,000 in Two thousand fifty-eight dollars. Wow! So it's an over twenty x return in one freaking year. Yeah, it's crazy if you really think about that. Yeah, it's you're you doubled your money, like more than doubled your money every every month. Like it was like you doubled your money every few weeks if you were to like look at it like that. Yep. But the truth is, like, it all just happened really, really quick. Well, I think that, you know, we won't get into it too deep. And it might be another episode worth recording, actually, about, like, why Ethereum is mm -hmm. an important part of cryptocurrency we, and, and the blockchain. Yeah, let's go surface level with But, it, yeah, though. I would say, basically, the difference, well, there's a lot of differences between Ethereum and uh, Bitcoin. But I would mm -hmm. say the big thing with Ethereum is any pretty much almost every application that you use, including exchanges, to buy certain currencies mm -hmm is built upon yeah. Ethereum. So um, well, the, the large majority yeah. uses it for sure to create smart contracts. I, if I were to try to explain to my grandma, it's kind of like view maybe like Bitcoin, perhaps like gold, something like that. And then maybe view Ethereum as, I don't know, it could either be like the, the liquid currency that you could use, or it could be also compared to like the internet. Yeah, it's more. I would say it's more about programming. It's more yeah. about making. So, it's so more it's like more about. Internet. It's more about expanding the utility of blockchain. Mm -hmm. The utility of Bitcoin in blockchain was basically proof. Like yeah. It was. It was showing that this can actually create a currency that will last the test of time. Yeah, a digital currency. And it will yeah be used on the internet for a lot of different things. Ethereum was more about what can we do with this technology and insert smart contracts to be able to actually do programmable things yeah. with 
the blockchain, right? So it expanded the utility of it to be able to actually build things on top of it. Now, hmm. this is where NFTs kind of come in. This is more of a recent thing, but it's always it's been on Ethereum for yeah. a while, but people just didn't really know how to use it yet. So, so would you maybe use a metaphor similar to like, if, if, it, if not the internet, would you say it's like perhaps uh, the app store and enabling people to create apps to utilize on their phones? Maybe. I mean, I think that it's like JavaScript. I think well, it's okay. like the coding. Yeah, it's it's the it. language. It's like basically it is a new language. The yeah. smart contract solidity um, language is what you have to use to create smart contracts on Ethereum right now. But I think that it was just inserting a programming language that allowed for more things to be created. Yeah. Right. Bitcoin has one usage. And so mm -hmm. Ethereum kind of opened it up to allow people to create new things. Yeah. To build upon exactly. this technology. Yeah. And a lot more people are using it in different ways and therefore the price went up. So yeah. in, in, ov in overall, we always talk about the difference between hype and substance. Yeah. What's your vibe with Ethereum? Oh, so much substance. If, if, the, if Ethereum went down, Ethereum's currently trying to transition into a new phase, mm -hmm. but it's going to take a lot more time than they would like because they can't take it down. If, they, if you were to say, you know, you get these like notifications like, you know, GoDaddy will be doing a maintenance check on this, on this date, you know, to basically make bigger, big updates. Um, Ethereum can't do that. There's too many right. things running and functioning at the same time. So yeah. I would say... Absolutely. The, the two for me, at least right now, yeah. and the two oldest ones, yeah. Ethereum and, and Bitcoin. And most recognized too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and institutionally accepted as well. Yeah. Getting there more and more yeah. at, all the time, actually, yeah. oddly enough. So that's, uh, that's, a, that's our little dabble into cryptocurrency. Guess where we're going now? Back into the stock market. Woohoo. And this one we alluded to because it is, it, like we said, it was the craziest event, one of the craziest events of 2021. And it was the GameStop situation. Yep. And GameStop, if you put $100 into GameStop a year ago, what would $100 get you today? Oh, man. Well, if Ethereum was over 20x, maybe this one is 30x? <laughs> it's Exactly. It's over 30x. It's actually over 33. It's almost 34x. It's $100 will get you $3,393. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. Like, if you put in $1,000, you would have freaking $33,000, almost $34. It honestly, to me, the whole this GameStop thing just shows that there is so much power in community online. Yes. On action and community online. I mean, don't ever underestimate the power of it. It's freaking a lot of people out in the financial world. I'm telling you. Like, I, this I is, really think it was eye-opening because GameStop I mean game think about what GameStop is it's a brick and mortar <laughs> store that sells games yeah, right like like, like physical game games like, to put yeah. into your system and I mean that that's definitely on its way out but the right. thing is is a lot of people on Reddit on Wall Street bets um, really do have a kind of a nostalgia connection mm -hmm. with GameStop because yeah. they, that's what, I mean, I remember going to GameStop, yeah, really. it's like a fun thing. You it get to was. try out little games. You get to return your old, old games in exchange for new games. Yeah, exactly. It was like blockbuster almost. It was, but like for, for gamers. Yeah. And, and there's a huge gaming community on Reddit. And mm -hmm. so... And they've all grown up and they got a little bit of money to exactly. invest now. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, watch out. I, I would just say that this is... I mean, obviously, this is definitely, like I said, just showing the power of community in action online. Right. Um, but we'll see how this... We'll see how it pans out. Yeah. Because it, the, the whole thing, in the most simplistic term, was the 
big market funds bet against them. They were saying, I bet that GameStop's going to go bankrupt. And because they bet against them, if they went bankrupt, they would make a ton of money. But the problem with betting against them is there's unlimited amount that you could lose if the value of the stock just keeps on going up and keeps on going up and it squeezes them yeah. to a point where they have to decide like, we're either gonna, now we're going to go bankrupt because we bet against them going bankrupt yep. for a few of them. And so everyone just came together and just bought whatever they could. And they, and they had this motto of hold on for dear life, hodl yeah. and diamond hands. Don't sell, don't sell. And it just went crazy. I mean, 34 times your money a year ago. It's crazy. And it was a wild roller coaster. It was all over the news. It was absolutely eye-opening experience that I think everyone learned from. Yeah. Not only those who bet against them, but those who are just wanting to participate in investing in yeah. general. It, I think it kind of showed, like you said, there's a big lesson for us in looking at the power of the people. Yeah. But there's also the lesson of... Um, what is true value? I mean, because yeah. it does logically make sense that GameStop should go under because now you're buying a lot of your video games just downloading through the internet. Right. But now GameStop has so much money in their stock. It is very plausible that they could take a pivot with this money mm-hmm. and then actually make way, their value could keep going up. But don't you think like this is how it should have been all the time? I mean, there's so hmm. much power in you know, the financial analysts who go on TV and they say, we're going to downgrade this stock. We're going to upgrade this one. It's like basically their influence. Like why is one person or why is one company able to influence so much of the financial world? Shouldn't it be what the people want? Like, isn't that like why we give out stimulus checks anyways? Like, because people get to spend their money back into the economy and Mm. the dollar should speak Wow. From the community that more so pretty, than was, the other people. Good, that was big picture, babe. I like that. Thanks. I'm 100%. a huge fan huge fan of Wall Street bets. I might not invest like the, them, but I do really <laughs> appreciate, you know, the movement and um you know, I think like think about what happened in May again. We were locked down. People lost their jobs. Yeah. They had more time inside. Mm-hmm. They had to figure out a way to make money. Right. Okay, well great Robin Hood, zero commission fees for me trading. I could trade all day. Mm-hmm. And there we go. Boom, more people are online. More people are now doing this to make money. Yeah. You know, put your stimulus check into GameStop. Think about how much money you would have made, right? Yeah, and you saved the company too. Yeah. They really saved the company. Yeah. It's a a mind-boggling thing. It's crazy, yeah. I'll never forget when all that was going down. It was exciting. So, the last one. We're going back into the cryptocurrency world. And I'm just going to tell you, and then we're going to have a discussion about it. Last one, you put $100 into Dogecoin. How much would a hundred dollars be worth today? You put a hundred dollars in a year ago. That's so crazy. Today, what's it worth? Dude, this one's got to be crazy. This one's <laughs> got to be like a hundred x. A hundred x. Yeah. So that would say that if uh, you put a hundred in, then it would be ten thousand, which freaking would be absolutely insane. Yeah, it's just a wild guess. I have no idea. But it's actually crazier than that. Oh no. I know it's. <laughs> we're gonna explain why you said oh no in a second, but it's actually just shy of 201x so 100 dollars would now be worth twenty thousand dollars seven hundred and or twenty thousand seven hundred thirty eight dollars that's just insane so just shy of twenty one thousand dollars wow isn't that crazy i'm like speechless i actually i i yeah 
and that's a hundred dollars. That's a hundred dollars. You know, like if you if you did a a thousand dollars, you could buy a house in the majority parts of the United States of America. That's insane. Yep. So let's talk about Dogecoin just to give a little bit of an understanding of this because this to me, I'll start it off. This to me is the most hype coin. We talk about hype and substance. This is hype. Hype is dangerous, peligroso, mm-hmm. and sometimes illogical. Yeah. And this this situation to me is most reflective of buying a lottery ticket and winning the lottery. Yeah. There's no substance behind the purchase of why you would purchase it a year ago from today, betting on it that it would go up that much. Yeah. It's a lottery ticket. So if you did that, sometimes uh, ignorance is bliss, and it was a good thing you didn't actually know the technology of it because then there would be no reason why you should buy it in yeah. the first place. But at the same time, look at the freaking number. It's insane. It's absolutely mind-boggling. I know. It is. Well, I, I think Doge is kind of similar to I don't want to say similar to GameStop, but I think that the ethos behind why mm-hmm. it's that high is similar in terms of it became like an online internet meme yeah. that a community embraced right. that was similar to Wall Street bets. I wouldn't say it's all Wall Street bets. It's no. it. Elon Musk was in on it too. Yeah. Like, it it, it, it beca- went viral from memes. It did. Well, it was created as a joke. It was it created was as a joke, joke yeah. an internet meme to basically basically show how ridiculous money is. Yeah. It was, that's kind of what it was. And there's been no development team working on it since 2019. No. So there's no one really working on it. Whereas like, you know, like GameStop, there's actually still a a team behind it. They have the ability to pivot with this. It's, um, but now you've got like Mark Cuban going out there talking about it. You've got on the Ellen show, you've got Ellen accepting it. You know, you're just like, Oh man, this is getting kind of scary. Um, but I would say, you know, it doesn't have any utility. If you really dig into the technology not. of it, there's, it, it's, yeah, it's, that's concerning. It, so we view, you, and I think Mark Cuban actually said it, that it, it's view, he views it as a lottery ticket. Yeah. And him and his son bought like a little bit. I don't know what a little bit is for Mark Cuban, but it was more of a lesson to show his son how investing kind of works. Yeah. And I think I get that. And Me that's too. fine. But I do not support it in all honesty it is all about the hype uh, just to further emphasize that there's no substance behind it the founder it was two founders one founder sold all of his doge coin immediately after creating the company to allow him to buy a used honda <laughs> and currently today the total amount of value of dogecoin is worth more than the whole entire honda Company. company it's crazy yes it's it's really crazy well and i would just say also the the like with dogecoin you know it and also kind of with almost every investment you don't want to invest into anything that you can't afford to lose yeah. right you don't want to spend all of your money on anything yeah. so you only i mean if you had like a hundred dollars and you just like what oh whatever i'll just yeah. throw this in here okay that's one thing yeah um but you know also i think onboard like a lot of these platforms like Robinhood and Webull onboarding and allowing people to buy Dogecoin on their platforms has mm-hmm. also increased that price substantially Definitely. because of access and I mean not your keys not your coin that's not even like Robinhood and Webull you don't even own anything yeah that's right? a whole nother conversation that's a whole nother though. conversation but I think 
people want to be a part of it. They they see it. They're they like, oh, have, this is funny. They don't have time to learn about it. Yeah, exactly. And so they see what's available. Maybe they'll buy every single one that's available. Yeah, it's imp- test it, it out. It's important to know that the ownership of Dogecoin, because it is so cheap, actually, per Dogecoin, mm-hmm. it, it's really concentrated by a very small number of people. They mm-hmm. like, And there's an unlimited supply yeah. of Dogecoin. There's no... Cap, cap on it so yeah. anyways that's a little bit of a summary of dogecoin but that is yeah. so crazy well, and I th- it's i think you, you you brought up a really good point where you're saying you know what if you want to just kind of play around then that's one thing but it's you can't play with something that you can't afford to lose yeah and that's going back to this whole idea of like it's a lottery ticket would you spend a thousand dollars on lottery tickets i I definitely would not. I yeah. honestly wouldn't even spend a hundred dollars on lottery tickets. So therefore, I would have never gone to Dogecoin from the beginning. Yeah. See, that's that's the thing. You know, I mean, with with us, our goal in diving into this space of blockchain and cryptocurrency was really to understand and from the ground up as yeah. much as we could. Really try to understand how the blockchain works, the technology behind it. And we don't really talk about that too much because it gets into a lot of technical technical things that we want we would rather just be able to explain it to people who are just very new to this right mm-hmm. and that's what we're trying to do more so than anything else but um yeah i would just say this is this whole thing was very interesting i think <laughs> it's you very know it, interesting to, to say the least to just look back on a, a year ago what <laughs> you what did you do with your money and what did it produce right yeah, it's or, very interesting right now or now i guess it's what didn't you do with your money and what could it have produced that that too but i think that (laughs) you know there's a lot of these kind of graphics going around online especially because of the stimulus checks that governments have been giving citizens right Mm -hmm. instead of going and buying food or paying your rent or whatever if you would put that stimulus check money into something else yeah what would you be able to get back right and so it's just an interesting exercise and it will be interesting to hopefully reflect on a year from now. Yeah, that will see. be really interesting. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to make a note of it. Like, yeah. hey, check what it would be worth today. Yeah, we might, we should do an episode on that. Like, that what do you cool. think, what do you think will be the, the five things that we're the happiest <laughs> we put our money into? Oh man, I don't want people to, <laughs> to follow our lead on that. That's Everyone's true. Their own thing, but I'm very grateful that we had this conversation. Definitely uh, got my brain on fire and I hope that it got all of our wonderful friends' brain on fire as well grateful for all of you can't wait to talk to you all tomorrow we'll talk to you then bye